What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Today, we're talking about one of my absolute favorite topics in sales, upselling, and what you should be doing on every single estimate. So this is a short one today, but it's effective and it's designed to help you take action on your next estimate. So tune in, hang out with me for a few minutes, and thanks for listening to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Today is about upselling. So upselling has always been something that's been ingrained in me. It's something that I caught on very early in my sales career. It all started back when I worked at a sushi restaurant. And as a server, you only make the money based on how much you sell because usually the standard is you get a certain average percentage of a tip based on the total ticket item. So for me, early on, 17, 18 years old, I recognized this principle early on. You know, reality of the situation is there's two types of servers in a restaurant. You have order takers and you have facilitators. And I was a facilitator. So essentially, you know, there'd be, you know, the other girl who was, you know, working a couple tables next to me being a order taker. She'd go up to the table, ask them, hey, so what would you like to eat today? This is exactly how she said it. And they would tell her exactly what they wanted to eat today. And that was it. And then she would be, you know, her income was at the mercy of whatever they ordered. Well, me, on the other hand, I noticed very early that I had to be a facilitator. And essentially what I would do is whenever somebody would sit down, I'd say, hey, listen, I know you probably have an idea of what you want, but would you mind if I gave you some suggestions? And Every single time. Now, I don't think there was one person that said no over the course of working there for two and a half, three years at a very busy place where they wouldn't even hear my suggestions. So lock that in real quick because I'm going somewhere with this. So I would tell them my suggestions. I'd say, well, just so you know, we have a special, you know, we have a couple specialty roles on the on that are off the menu. Would you care if I explain them to you? And by specialty roles, I mean sushi rolls. Now these off the menu roles were almost double the price of the sushi rolls that were on the menu. And there was a certain level of excitement when I said, hey, we have a couple rolls that are off the menu, right? So it created a little bit of curiosity and emotion um, as I'm selling it. So, you know, in front of the table, I'd say, okay, well, you know, this special Gilman roll, like there was this one roll that had like lobster on it and stuff. And I would explain the ingredients in the roll. And I'd say, you know, it, it's drizzled with a nice, you know, semi-sweet eel sauce, you know, and really just kind of paint the picture of what it's going to be like to eat this roll. And I'd say it's our most popular roll. So the reality of the situation is when they came in, you know, 90% of people that go into a restaurant, think of yourself when you go into a restaurant, you're, you're uncertain of what you want, but we're trained to be certain in the moment when it's time to order. And we have this like mental thing that says, okay, I have to make a decision here. 
And, you know, if you really narrowed it down, a lot of people just make a decision based off of, you know, what's highlighted on the menu or what someone else said. Hey, what do you have? Or, you know, what do you think? And, and you can hear the conversations happening. So there's a lot of uncertainty when people buy, you know, in any capacity. So when you can be a facilitator of the experience, people will pay more so they have peace of mind and have a better chance of getting fulfillment. Okay, because you're the expert, you're the person that's going to deliver a great experience simply by offering your suggestions. You're a trusted professional. And I would do this over and over and over again. My average ticket was double than anyone else in the restaurant because I mastered this principle. I was telling, number one, I'd ask permission. Okay. And by permission, that gave me the ability to get their full attention. So I'd say, would you, would you allow me to give you some suggestions? Okay. And number two, I was painting a picture and creating the experience before they had the experience. And then I was backing it up with a reference of how many other people bought that sushi roll or enjoyed that sushi roll. So, you know, those three things come into play in all that I do now, even when I'm, you know, selling jobs. I had the fortunate pleasure of doing an estimate yesterday, which has been a while. You know, I, a lot of you guys know that I'm kind of in the office now, you know, working on drip jobs, running the business from afar, you know, doing a lot of things. And Chris was um, on the other side of town and the estimate was like three minutes away from my house. So I'm like, I'll, I'll knock it out, you know, just dust off the uh, the cobwebs a little bit, see if I still got it. And the reason I'm bringing this up to you is because it was just so natural to me to upsell that like, I mean, I, I, I literally changed the entire scope in such a good way for them um, and almost quadrupled what they would have paid uh, had upsells not been something that they were offered. And it's just interesting to see that like, you know, sometimes we have this perspective uh, about, you know, the situation that we don't want to come across salesy. We don't want to come across too forward. We don't want to come across too aggressive. And think about it in the scenario of me being a server at a restaurant, you know, it's all about the approach. You know, at the end of the day, they'll be like, well, I just want, you know, the California roll. And I could be like, okay, well, all right, a $4 California roll. And I could say, well, can I just ask you a question? I was like, and they'll be like, yeah, well, have you ever tried a, a sushi roll that had lobster on the top of it? You know, and, and they'd say no. And I'd be like, well, do you mind if I tell you a little bit about this sushi roll that's off the menu that almost 50% of our customers, you know, who walk in the door now ask for after they've tried it once, <laughs> you know, and they'll be like, yeah, sure. You know, and then like, so it's not about being aggressive. It's just about helping people get the best experience. And that's at the forefront of my mind when I'm doing upsells. I really want them to get the best experience. I want them to get the best bang for their buck. I want them to have the best um, emotional intensity when we finish the job. That's what we all love in any trade that we do. Like if you're the type of trades person doesn't care if people are happy with the end result, then you probably shouldn't be listening to me because we won't get along. But if you're listening to this, you're the type of person that has a lot of pride in what you do and the service that you offer and the product that you give. So if like you have that as a truth, it's easy to say, Hey, listen, I know you just wanted your walls painted, but have you thought about crown molding, you know, and well, I haven't really, well, you know, I'm looking at the way that your house, you know, you know, looks and, and I just really think that with, with an extra layer of molding at the top of the walls, I mean, it just really bring out all of your beautiful decor. It'll, it'll, it'll bring a lot of class, um, that just really just, you know, I, I would say compliments what you already have here. 
you know, we do crown molding for all of our customers um, who have, you know, this level of, you know, you know, detail in their decor. And, you know, they're just so happy at the end. Would you like me to, you know, provide you with a quote for that? And then, you know, if they say no, then that's cool. No problem. But you're building that muscle to get comfortable with suggestive selling uh, every single time. Like you should totally be doing that. You should know your upsells. You know, for us in the painting business, if somebody tells me they want walls, like there's never been a time where I've done an estimate where I just said, okay, no problem. I'll quote you for the walls. I say, no. Um, all right, well, have you thought about doing the trim too? Because, you know, if you have a really nice white trim, the walls will just look that much better. Um, and you know, I mean, you should also do the doors as well, because if we paint white trim, then the doors, you know, will look a little bit different. So would you like a quote for walls, trim and doors? I don't think the ceiling needs it. If you want to do the ceiling, you can, and definitely brighten it up a little bit, but that's an area that we can save, you know? So it's like, I'm not doing it just to, to raise the ticket. I could care less about that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great to make more profit and, you know, either way we'll find the profit. You know, if, if the guys work there for three days, to do walls, trim and, and doors. If they only did walls for two days, I can supplement, you know, another job after that. So it's like, it's not really about, you know, just raising the ticket, although that's a great benefit. It'll help you capitalize more on your marketing and, and make things a little bit easier for you. If you have longer job times and higher job tickets, you know, but ultimately like, again, the forefront of upselling for me personally is to make sure that I'm helping them achieve the best result because the reality of the situation is go back to me as a server. I know what that experience is like when people love the, the sushi rolls that I offered, you know, and they thank me after, and they had such a great time. And it's like, they, it took the pressure off deciding. And then, you know, I, I know what that looks like for somebody to come in and experience that. So it's almost like I owe the person the opportunity to experience that too. I don't want them to go in the wrong direction. You know, I don't want somebody to tell me they just want walls done. We paint their walls and guess what? At the end, they're like, damn, I should have did my trim work too. You know, so it's like almost like my duty to be like, hey, you should do your trim work too. If you really want to achieve the best look and result, would you, would you like me to give you a quote? So that is the fundamental of upselling right there. And it all has to do with the mind frame. It all has to do with uh, your approach in terms of what your intention is. Again, it would be really hard to be confident in upselling if it was really only to make more money. And although, yes, that is a benefit. And that initially when I started serving as a 17, 18 year old money hungry kid, you know, that was at the forefront, but then it changed and it was like, okay, you know, I'm actually noticing that my customers are so much happier when I help them pick the food that they're eating and they like it, you know? Um, and I'm confident in that with my painting. If somebody tells me, Tanner, I just want my walls done. And I say, listen, that's usually what I get asked, but your trim, it looks like it hasn't been done. We put a fresh white enamel coating on all of the trim brush by hand that is scuff resistant. It'll, it'll last a lot longer than what's currently on there. And you'll love the end result of having fresh white, brand new looking trim throughout your house. Okay. And it's like, just one of those things. It's like, I know what the end result will be like for this person after the job is done. They're going to love it. And I don't want anyone to feel like that there was something left to be desired. Don't get me wrong. There's people that say no Tanner that's out of the budget, or you can quote that, but I don't think we're going to do it. No problem. I just got to give you the option. And I found more often than not, people are 
uh, they're appreciative of it. And at the end, I mean, the, the risk of doing it is so great when you get that reward. Like it's so much, it's so worth it, right? The reward of them saying yes. And more importantly, the reward of them loving what that end result is. So my challenge for you, keeping it short, my challenge for you is to upsell with the intent that you're doing them a service by doing it. So look at your upsells, look at what you have to offer. Do not be an order taker in this business. Okay. Do not just accept what they want. Offer your suggestions. You're the professional. They trust you and don't be an order taker. And you'll see a dramatic increase in your sales and your confidence as well. So that's what I got for you. Keeping it short today. Get after it. If you're listening to this and you got an estimate, do it. That's my challenge. That's why we're keeping it short. I want you to take action. So we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.